My name is Chris Wayne. Uh, I am from Mastermind Production. It's a musical, uh, it's, it's a music label in Namibia. This, this, is, this is Diversified Game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, you guys, I'm going all the way back to Africa. You know, it's all about investing in Africa and putting some names and faces together so we all know each other, building that bridge. Today's guest is Chris Wayne, right out of Namibia. Yes, Namibia again, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) I got to shine some light on on, on this country because the American audience, you know, due to Trump, had got the pronunciation even wrong. So we got to put some respect on the name. Chris Wayne, how you doing today, brother? (laughs) I'm amazing, man. Can't complain. How are you doing? How are you doing, bro? Man, all is blessed by the best over here. And I just I'm I'm happy to have you on because, you know, around the world. People are hearing, oh, Afro beats like African music just started. And, you know, yeah. you've been on the hustle and on the grind. So I want you to you know, tell people how long have you been doing music and, you know, um, what do you consider your style of music to be? Uh, to start it off with, um, I love music ever since I was um, ever since I was young. My dad used to uh, he was a mechanic. He, he, he was not a musician at all. I don't even know, like. My story is so, so weird. He was a mechanic and he used to come home drunk at night, right? And then he would wake me up and he would be like, yo, Chris, can you play the drums for me? And he had this toolbox thing. I used to play with the, with the spanners and, and stuff. So <clears throat> I didn't really understand. Like, I felt like that's where my journey as a producer started. And he, he the melodies he sang... And my brother gave me this cassette of Tupac uh, and Eminem where, you know, they used to, back in the day when I was like 94, 95, when Tupac was was doing his thing. I just fell in love with music. You know, I just fell in love with music then. You know, know, (laughs) it was so crazy. Like, I could not explain it because when I was like 10, 11, 12 years old, my brother came and installed a program called Fruity Loops. That was like a demo version. So I just messed around with it. And here I am today making music. <laughs> well, like I had told you off, off air, no matter, you know, your father being a mechanic, he could have been a music exec. It does not guarantee you that you are going to be able to do this professionally because exactly. this, this is all that you do. And so how do you go from then monetizing it and doing it professionally where you can say, wait, I can pay the bills. I can, you know, get the car. I can put petrol in the car. Cause a lot of folks mm. right now are listening and say, I've had fruity loops for 10, 15 years. I haven't been able to like make money off of this. So did you have like a big break or was it, <laughs> you know, did you find a system to be like, this works for me? Um, and if so, please share some of those details. Uh, basically what worked for me, you know, it was basically just my, my work, you know, your, your work. Unfortunately, your work has to be good. You really have to sit down, study your compressor, 
study your uh, EQ, you know, you know, study your, you know, your the industry, because you know, without you know, without planning, sitting, you know, just you just you can't just produce music the whole day and you don't even know what you're doing. Yes, you'll be good, but then you, if you don't understand your market, um, if you don't understand what the people want, then unfortunately, then you're not you're not doing anything right now. So. Uh, I just had to up my game. I had I I did a I did a lot of time in studio. Um, I skipped a lot of uh, partying nights. You know, I didn't even go to clubs and, and and stuff. Back in the day when I started off as a producer, I had to get it right because um, I had to make a living off it. So Definitely. I just had to get it right. My quality, you know, just your music. Your production quality should stand out, and it should be unique. Now, how do how do you decide? You know, especially as a producer, I'm going to. I have a new idea, new concept. This is what I'm going to give the people, and they just got to right. take take it or leave it. Like you know, because the people are always begging for something new. But sometimes <laughs> you'll produce something new, and they'll be like, right. ah, either they'll love it. Or they'll hate it. There's no in between. Not really, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so mentally, how do you decide? Like, okay, I'm gonna try something new, and you know, you're almost sometimes you're betting your reputation on it to say, hey, you, you guys wanted something fresh. This is it. Like, you have to have great self confidence. Tell me, or is it like, hey, Kellen, I, I'm just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the God in me. Like, I, I'm trying to get the game on how you, you know, how you pursue something new. Um, I've, I'm a very weird dude. Uh, I'm, I don't, not, not a lot of people understand how I produce music, <laughs> where I get my ideas from. Uh, but I, when I produce a record, I don't go in a studio and like, oh, they're not going to like this kick. They're not going to like this melody. They're not going to like this snare. You know, I'm, I'm so confident in my work that I believe when I drop this, it's going to be undeniable. You know, you have to sit down and listen to this. You know, I, I don't know if it's, if it's me being a bit cocky, but it's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's the kind of it's the kind of producer I am. And that, that's why I keep on creating this all these records that I'm that I'm producing. It should come with confidence. You cannot be a producer and you know you're doubting yourself. I believe in my work. Very very important. Um, and just stick to your sound. There's a certain sound that's in your head. Listen to that inner voice. I don't know if it's you know if it's something that you your imaginary friend. Listen to that tiny tiny voice then you're good to go. And what would you consider, you know, your big break? You've done, you know, great press inside the country. Um, where, right. when did you find out and how many years did it take you to say, you know what, I can do this professionally? Uh, three years back from now, man. How crazy is that? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and was it an opportunity or was it the size of the check? to say i can you know repeat this over and over and over dude um i don't even think it was an opportunity to be back then it, i think it was the passion that drove me and, and i think it was the inspiration the fact that i wanted to be here in this industry and to inspire motivate the people um that they're also struggling like they used to struggle like me back in the day when you had no gear no connections nobody to you know to help help you with your music, you know, push your music. 
I wanted to help my brothers and sisters in the industry as well. I wanted to be at that same position that, you know, that, that the big guys are right now just to help my, my peers, you know, and push this thing forward. And, and with that push, let us know yeah. the collaborations, you know, in, in, in Africa, you might listen to a song and you hear four different languages, five different dialects in the first minute and a half. Who are you collaborating with outside of the country? And, you know, if you have any goals of saying, like, I want to do, do like a whole Africa um, collage of music, let it be known. But like, who are the main countries that are connecting with your country? Uh, personally, in, 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 uh, in my country, it's basically, it's definitely South Africa. Uh, we, we're having a few projects that are coming up uh, with a lot of big guys there. We have uh, Nigeria, most definitely. Um, um, Tanzania, Kenya. Whoa, the list goes on, but it's not really, it's, it's, it's ongoing projects that still has to be released. But the people that approached me and came to me and said, yo, Chris, we love your work. We'd love to work with you. It was basically, it was Nigeria, um, South Africa, Kenya, Tanzania. So there's still a lot more to come because we as Africans, I think we have one sound that we connect to. You know, it's not, it's not like, even if it's a different dialect, it's a different language or so or whatsoever, we understand because music does not, for me, music does not really have to be a language. It's, it's, it's basically a feeling when it comes to, you know, especially African music, you know, it's a feeling. It, it, there's, a, there's just a, a feeling that you get when you listen to African music. It's like you, you belong somewhere. I don't know if it makes sense, but, <laughs> you know. No, it makes it makes sense. And, you know, I hope with um, that collaborations with the different countries, especially when we talk about like Nigeria, you know, let Chris Wayne be the glue that puts P square back together. Um, so, yeah. so the brothers can Obviously. get back together. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. They're missed, man. They, they are really, really missed in the industry right now. Um, they, yeah. they, they were the they were the biggest. Um, and they still are the biggest, you no know, big legends. We've learned from them. Uh, we've studied their sound. It's because of them. They paved the way for us as producers and as artists, you know, to create the music we, that we're creating today. Now, how is the scene locally, you know, especially with um, the whole COVID? I know Africa was not hit like the states so you you guys are in paradise and our folks don't listen but how, how was it being an artist and you know having to adapt to you know uh lockdown and you know folks kind of running out of their mind were the streams up but the shows were down or was how was it it was really bad you know and, and it is still bad because uh, a lot of producers and artists don't really have um, especially when it comes to my country, they don't really, they, they, a lot of them live off the music. So if COVID, you know, basically just woke us up at the same time and showed us like, okay, listen, you guys love doing this the easy way. How about you think a bit, right? How about you think out of the box a bit? How about you do online streams? How about you do online, you know, online music festivals? How about, you know, you, you stop being lazy and sell tickets online, you know? I think it's, it's, more, it's more a thing of um, there's a different strategy and there's a different way 
we do things now, especially when it comes to the music, because it's not, we can't have concerts here. We can't have shows here because, because of this COVID thing. Um, I'm, I'm a, I've, 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 there's just a certain, um, there's a certain strategy you need to use to make it because a lot of people are, are dying out now, you know, it's like a lot of artists are moving away from the music because there's nothing going on, literally, you know, but we have been hit the same way, not necessarily the same, uh, not, not necessarily the same way, but we've been hit um, almost the same and we all feel the pain and we are all going through this whole thing. You being a music producer, you know, there's always going to be money for um, for you because you could even produce, you know, soundtracks, TV. Um, for all I know, you have a movie that you say, you know what, I want to put something together and, and, and deal with the music. Like outside of just the making music and producing what people know you for, or what other, mm. um, you know, interests do you have in entertainment or outside of entertainment? Um, I'm a businessman, first of all. Um, I have a rental, a car rental business that I'm doing. Uh, apart from that, because I, I know that you can't rely on one source of income, especially when it comes to our country. You need to be diverse. You need to prepare yourself. You need to have a backing system just in case COVID hits, you know, like <laughs> you get what I'm saying. So you just need to be prepared. But yeah, but I love, uh, other than that, I love cars. Cars is my number one. Um, I, I just love cars. Man. I don't know why, but I love cars. Okay, so when we visit the country, all you already know, you just you don't just go play the music. You can go to the car rental business. Uh, I, I, please talk about that because even here in the in the states, you see artists. You know, they go do love and hip hop, and they do TV shows because they say the the music money's just not enough sometimes. So that you are, you know, a businessman and, and being a car person. Man, I almost want you to step out and say, where's the fleet and, and show us <laughs> just to inspire somebody because, it's you know, you take your music money and you're doing other stuff like um, do you have a, a, a focus? Like, is it a certain type of cars that you rent out sports cars, high end um, chauffeur? Get, give us the game. Uh, it's basically just chauffeur cars for now uh, because I just started off um, and um it's 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 quite small. It's not really, it's not really a big business. You know, I'm not really because I'm only I'm I'm literally so young and I'm just getting started right now. So when I say I'm only getting started right now, is I you know there's no for me. It's it's more like my parents never left money for me in terms of okay this is you should you know live off this you know we. You know, I had to hustle on my own and it was really a struggle. So I'm just getting started right now. Probably in the next two years, I'll probably be a millionaire. Never know. Man, in Jesus Christ's name, you shout, man. <laughs> you put that work in, brother, and it, it will happen. With all the success, and when you do get to that, you know, million, and I'm going to say multi-millions, um, and we're talking U.S. dollars, folks. Yeah, we're talking U.S. dollars. Um, what is a community give back that you are doing now or that you want to do in the future? I want to invest in a music school um, to teach the, the younger generation uh, about the music. Um, I just 
I just want to, I just want to open up a, 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 what you call this thing, um, music school, first of all, uh, a training facility where you train the most vulnerable people, people with disabilities, how to play the instruments, even though, because it's, there's no limitation at all. Um, nobody needs to feel left out or anything. That's, that's my biggest dream. If I have to become a millionaire, millionaire next year, um, that's that's the first thing I'll do. You know, I'll give back in terms of you know just appreciating the people and appreciating the culture, appreciating where I come from, appreciating my country. Man, that's that's a blessing. You guys have been blessed by the game. Chris Wayne's links will be in the description box. Whether you are listening or watching, you can share this game and get it, brother. I thank you for coming on. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. I hope it's not the first time. Uh, I hope you call me back again. Thanks for getting in the game and listening to the Diversified Game Podcast with Kellen, the number one show pairing entrepreneurship with diverse and inclusive perspectives like wine and cheese, bagel and locks, fish and grits, be sure to visit DiversifiedGame.com for all the good stuff. Join in the conversation and discover more content.